0: Good evening, glorious humans of the internet. Welcome once again to another episode of the Team Ability No Excuses podcast. I usually say Chad, Andy, and Brett coming at you, so I'm going to throw it off and just make it all kinds of different. Andy, are you there? I am here. and I'm curious, man. I like the intro,
1: but um, why why do you do that one every week? Because I
0: mean, we we track who our listeners are, but we don't know we don't know necessarily who they are, right? So they they may not actually be glorious humans of the internet is what you're saying or just my shtick is getting and that old. very well might be I don't I, I don't know. So, <laughs> all right, now I got to switch it up for next week. The pressure's on. I'm not going back to recut it, so you're stuck with it one last time. How about that? No, I mean consistency's good. I just was curious. <laughs> Fantastic, Brett Wills, are you
2: there? Brett Wills is here, present, willing, and able. Ready, willing, and you're able? No, I said I was present, willing, and able.
0: Listen, first thing, I just want to apologize that it's been a little while. We, uh, we unintentionally took a, a week off or a couple of weeks off. We had uh, um, some illnesses in our families to deal with, and one thing uh, led to another. And, and so it's been a little while, but uh, I've missed you guys.
2: Um, I've seen you two weeks in a row.
0: Well I mean I I don't mean I miss, I missed your voices over the internet cuz that's been a little while. I mean technically I saw the the two of you yesterday. Um but uh but I I missed I missed the I missed the podcast. There you go.
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of a it's a weird thing when we when we don't do it for a little while cuz then um then then you start saying stupid shit like this.
2: So um <laughs> Yeah. You know, honestly, this
0: has been like stress relief for me. The podcast yeah, has? Absolutely. Has it been therapy? Uh, stress relief. Oh, okay. So we can't quite call it therapy. We're not at that level.
2: No. Uh, if I'm paying you for it, then yes, you can call it therapy, but I don't want to pay you for something that I'm a part of as well.
1: Listen, hey, this is a podcast, so we have to talk about some, some issues. Sure. Because apparently, that's, we don't do that very much. We just jump
0: on the internet and make jokes. Who said that? We have negative feedback about the podcast? They're saying we're not tackling enough real-life issues? Well, you just read, read the comments under the video you posted. You'll pick up on it. Oh, I know the comment you're speaking of. That person will remain nameless. I, I heard a rumor because I couldn't access the, uh, the comments. That, yeah, uh, fair enough. I was lucky enough to um, be gifted some tickets for the Eastern Final, uh, Ty Cats and Eskimos. Um, they called it a blackout game here in Hamilton, and I think the attendance was oh my gosh, I can't even remember um, fifty-five thousand or so. No, um, no, 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 it was like twenty-eight thousand. No,
2: yeah, it, was, it But uh, in fairness, they said that it was a
0: season's uh, a single season record. Okay. so So maybe i was just having too much fun and and maybe i i overestimated the other thirty thousand people i don't know how that happens but um but yeah that was um that that was a lot of fun uh we were gifted these tickets and uh uh, my dad uh was with us my son was with us and and brett was with us he was the honorary pilon for the day sorry that you had to hang out with my family but not really because i think it was a good time what did you think of uh of football in the hammer rescue Football and the Hammer was actually
2: quite interesting, quite entertaining, and even
0: though I'm an Argos fan, I had a hell of a lot of fun. (laughs) It was a good game. The energy was quite intense. I wish the energy level was uh, was half, uh, at least half, as matched um, by the the next week at the Grey Cup, but unfortunately, uh, that did not go so well. But uh, the game itself was uh, was pretty fantastic. what did you um, – I got to jump in for sure. a minute.
1: Um, so, Brett, you're, you, you said you're an Argo fan. Have you ever
2: been to a, a Tiger Cat game? I was at a Labor Day game probably 20 years ago. Okay, oh, so wow. at, the,
0: at the old build of the stadium. Yes.
1: So uh, I've never been to the Sky Dome to watch the Argos, but from what I understand, the atmosphere is very different. Yeah. Um, Essentially, um, how do I say this politely?
0: You don't, because you you're be on
1: you're on our podcast.
0: You don't have to I, worry about I hope being polite. Firecat
1: fans are very passionate, and uh, it's lacking around other stadiums in the uh,
2: in the vaunted CFL. You see, this is the way I look at it uh, from a insider or outsider point of view, because I've been an Argos fan my entire life. So I consider Argos fans outsiders compared to the rest of the CFL. The problem with Argos fans is that we are not very blue-collar. And my opinion, and I might be completely off-base, but my opinion is
0: the rest of the CFL fan base is very blue-collar. Mm. Well, you could certainly say that I can only speak for uh, the TyCat fan base, but I mean, that's about as blue collar as it gets, at least to me. That's a working man's team. And that's great. Like, it, 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 they're passionate. They're fun. Um, they
2: will shit talk you if you're cheering for the other team. And, but that's what makes it, it fun and entertaining and exciting and your blood pressure goes up and your blood pressure goes down and you want to drink a lot and you don't want to drink a lot. Like you, 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 There's just so many range of emotions while you're sitting there. And I, it's, it's literally... I, I've been out to Edmonton to watch a game in Edmonton and I swear to you, that is the most intense I've ever seen, seen a CFL game in terms of on the field, in the stands, the people—it was just—it was crazy.
1: Yeah, man, uh, you guys were giving me a very hard time. Well, I say very, um, but you, well, you called me a douche twice in a span of thirty seconds, so <laughs> come back, that was it was a little aggressive. A little aggressive. <laughs> but, um, but, but I admittedly don't watch CFL football. But I want to clarify—I um, do support the Tiger Cats. I'm very proud living in Hamilton, so I will support. Um, I will support the Tiger Cats, and very similar to you, Brett. I uh, I spent a few years in Regina, so um, the only two things to do in that city are, uh, while well, sports-wise, are watch the Regina Pats or watch the uh, the Rough Riders, and yeah. Um, it used to be Taylor Field is mosaic mosaic now, but that 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 fan base is just crazy. Like uh, I I haven't been to Edmonton, but yeah, the the fans in Regina are just nuts, and uh, so yeah. To clarify, I I I do enjoy watching CFL football live. I did not go with you
0: a couple weeks ago because, because it was cold there you go i think the one comment that i want to i want to put out there because it made my day brett when uh, uh you and i were sitting uh next to each other and oh i had well actually I, our, our, my son was in between us um and uh, we got there pretty early that day my dad um drove uh brett met us at our at our place um and then my dad i'm only about oh, gosh a seven minute drive from the stadium pretty close um and so brett met us at our place and then jumped in uh uh, in the van with my dad. My dad was the driver. He dropped us off early that day because he actually had to go to a funeral visitation um, and then come back for uh, for the football game. So we were there right for when the doors opened, which is when we filmed the, uh, the teaser for the podcast where we got to call uh, Andy a douche twice in 30 seconds. Um, and then as we go up there, we got quite a bit of time obviously to wait. So um brett says he goes i'll be right back i'm gonna go do a wheel around because you had been to the uh old ivor wind stadium not the tim hortons field and uh, for anyone that's listening not from hamilton it was built on the exact same site but they tore down the original building and um turned the stadium around actually so it faces north south now and um and rebuilt on the same site which probably uh Kept adding, or at least uh, kept contributing to the blue-collar feel of the team that uh, that Brett was sort of speaking to earlier. But Brett goes and does this uh, little whip around the stadium, and then comes back. And I said, "What'd you think?" And he said, off the cuff, without thinking, he goes, "There's way more beer vendors here in Hamilton than there are in Toronto." So there, maybe that tells you that uh, that we're a beer drinking football team. Who knows?
2: Well, yeah. And uh, do you remember
0: the, my bathroom experience? I do. I mean, you, you, you should tell that story on the podcast. That's a, that's a great story.
2: So I really had to take a piss, <laughs> am I allowed to say piss? Um, and so I went to the accessible washroom and I waited and I waited and I waited. And so guy in front of me, like literally right in front of me, walks in there, does his business. And walks out, and I walk in there, and I don't know if it was him, but uh, somebody had appeared
0: to shit in the sink. Took a shit in the sink. Amazing. In the sink. And I mean, judging by the freshness... I can't believe I just said that. Um, You're assuming that it was the guy that did. The guy cut you off, or was he just ahead of you in line? Because I mean, even that,
2: even that is ahead of me in line.
0: Yeah, but he ignored
2: me the entire time he was waiting in line. Yeah, so I should have known that something was
0: going to be up. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay. Because I mean, that's a and you know, that's a pet peeve in itself, right? If there's other obviously i he was probably intending to go and do that which is absolutely disgusting um but uh I mean, I'm sure we can chat about and I think we have on the podcast uh, in the past about those experiences in line for the handicap stall where guys like you and I don't have any options. Uh, and uh, yeah, and guys, you know, there's other there's other stalls there or urinal there and, and guys either jump in front of you or whatever the case may be and certainly don't offer uh, you faster access to the handicap stall. But, you know, that would be a bitch and a moaning moment. We don't want to do that. Well, and eventually I had to go to the – I'll call it the big washer yeah, yeah, and so I waited for the accessible stall. Surprise, yeah. surprise. That's and actually then- I, I I think I went to the bathroom or five times in that game because I was had a few beers too. So, uh, um, but that's the only one that I just I just kept waiting outside that one. I was like, forget it. There was so many so many people there that day, and and that was actually the closest bathroom to us was the the big one, the the family stall. So that was the that was the one I jumped in all the time.
1: Yeah, can we clarify for a minute? So, Brett, you went to just the uh, the regular.
0: I think it was a regular men's room, and he was trying to use the handicap stall. Is that correct, Brett?
2: The first time, no. Okay. Uh, the second
0: time, yes. Okay, so the the
2: the first time was the handy uh... the thats or the uh, for lack of a better term, it was the larger washer
0: single. Uh, toilet washroom. That's where the guy had taken the shit? Yes. So you went first. And then Chad went after you? I did. So when I went in that stall, I just – yeah. It, I, I used that bathroom after Brett. And, and when I went in there, it was clean. So somebody must have clearly – clean that up and cleaned it up well because it didn't even smell or nothing man like I thought until right now that that it was another it must have been another bathroom that that happened to you in because it couldn't have been the one I was in
2: well is there more than
0: one uh, washroom like that on that side of the uh, stadium I didn't see one man there was that one right on our right hand shoulder as you as right. you sort of progressed through right yes that's the one I, I used yeah okay well then they must have cleaned it up that's friggin gross man
1: Brett, other than your fantastic washroom story, uh, how how was the accessibility? Because it's a relatively new stadium. My my
2: thought process is that it should be up to up to code, correct? Well, I'd been there once before. I was there either the last summer or the summer before, watching the Arkells, and um, but I've never been there with that many people. Uh, in the stadium um, It was literally standing room only There were people And Chad can uh, clarify this Or uh, tell me that uh, I'm right But there were people behind us standing shoulder to shoulder
0: Yeah it was crazy man They had announced uh, Going into the game Like day of the game They had announced that there were, um, there were No tickets left to be had uh, But there were standing room tickets So they were continuing to sell tickets But you wouldn't have a seat um, and so, yeah, the areas behind us—we were seated in in uh, the wheelchair area in the east end zone, great seats. We saw that awesome catch by Brandon Banks in the corner of the end zone, right in front of us. Um, but yeah, there was people sh- literally shoulder to shoulder, standing standing behind us to the point that yeah, if one of us needed uh, to, you know, go grab a grab a drink or go to the washroom, you know, we had to, you know. Fight our way through a few people because they were shoulder to shoulder behind us. The atmosphere was incredible. So it was the same seats we were in when we went with uh, Fabo. Uh, not quite um, same side of the field, but when we were with uh, with our buddy Fab there uh, and my dad uh, Andy, when we went to our game, we were at about the uh, twenty thirty yard line. There's another section up, uh, like up. Uh, um, I don't how how do I how do I explain it? Maybe it's up half a section like it's a this section in the end zone is the same section where um where our buddy justin uh was sitting with his dad justin we went down that night to see him in the end zone or at least i did that was where we were sitting right in the end zone so there was another there was another section and tim hortons field has adequate wheelchair seating all the way through but uh this is probably the closest i think it's definitely the closest to the field you can get for these seats Oh, so you were closer? Yeah, closer, like closer down to the sideline. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like but if overall, you overall's good. Other it was a great guy, game. Guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, I wish the uh, effort next the I wish the effort next week would have been better, but uh, certainly one of the best tiecat games I've. I've been to, although I've, I've only been to a handful of them, so I can't really say, but uh, definitely had the most electric atmosphere I've ever seen. It was my son's first ever football game, so I think he's got the bar set pretty high because I think that's what he expects every time now, or, or at least was thinking that's what they all were like, and I had to tell him that this was an exceptional game because uh, uh, the energy was pretty fantastic let's um let's flip the switch the uh, a bit though change gears a bit and uh, and quit talking about football um and we will uh we'll switch gears to uh, what andy and i did yesterday brett and that was come watch you play hockey uh and uh that was as i said in our little teaser video up on the ability fitness uh, social media channels it was my first time back in that ring since i quit playing for that team so it was super nostalgic to go back there um really weird sitting up top watching the game and not participating but uh but we had fun heckling you nonetheless. That was a blast, buddy. Uh,
2: I didn't even realize the two of you were there. Not at all? No, not at all.
0: So so I wasn't loud enough
2: for you? No, 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 no. Once I uh, once I get uh, into game mode, apparently I'm in game mode. Although uh, I did hear afterwards from uh, a... Certain- Brett,
1: Brett, I got I to gotta cut you off, man. I know that you're lying because I stood up at the top and saluted you and you cracked a smile. So...
0: And know, by saluted, he means gave you the finger. I was, yeah, getting yeah, I, I, I did you. see that. I, I definitely saw that. So, so that would have made you aware that at least Andy was there.
2: Yeah, you yeah, know, I, uh, I, I did see Mr. Moore and. Uh,
0: uh, I guess uh, you're, you were sitting too low, Chad. I, I couldn't. Fair know. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the guy sitting next to Andy. I think I called you Cupcake a couple times, but maybe it wasn't loud enough. Well, a Cupcake works. I, I'm not offended. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although I should probably stop eating the cupcakes. Uh, one of the two of you, or maybe both of you, mentioned that uh, I, I'm a little slow so
0: no man i mean i think the one comment that i had said to andy and we we were sort of chatting as it as we were both sitting up there watching watching a game for the first time and and like i said i i intentionally did not go back to the rink for all those years because i knew i'd get the itch to play again um so i hadn't made any effort to go watch any practices or or watch any teammates play games or whatever and so it was it was really rad to to come watch you play um but as we were sitting up there, I thought to Andy. I said to Andy, "Is this the same level that that we played?" And we had quickly. And, no, I know that it wasn't. And said, so "I said, I said, okay, great, because either either the game has slowed down a lot or something's changed." Because I mean, I said to Andy, I, "I feel like I could," and I literally said, "These as a, uh, you know, I didn't pull punches. I said I could, I could jump my fat ass into a sled right now, and, and 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 do pretty all right at this level." But I mean, that's probably because it was a level beneath the level that we had played. Well, it was fun, nonetheless, buddy, it was uh, it was it was great getting back to uh, to the rink and uh, and like I said, it was the first time uh, being back in that rink in about ten years. So it was just weird looking at how much things have changed, uh, seeing a um, seeing a banner up for uh, a teammate that uh, both Andy and I know very well from hockey and also from uh, baseball who uh, passed away a few years ago, and so his likenesses up there in the rafters now a little tribute banner for him and his family so that was that was kind of cool too and uh, um it was a weird experience nostalgic but uh, but fun being able to to watch you play and like i said i, I wanted that blue a bluetooth uh, earpiece in, inside your helmet just so we could talk shit to you that would have been pretty funny okay so we'll flip it again um andy i'm gonna throw to you because you wanted to mention um some some sort of chatter about I think it it was in relates to your Ability Fitness uh, Facebook logo and the dynamic symbol of access, which is the fancy word for the new handicapped symbol, if we can use those terms.
1: Yeah, so uh, um, it's a wheelchair, like a stick figure wheelchair with with a a stick figure, but he's... um, He's lifting weights. Like he's standing up, lifting weights. So I just wanted to ask you guys, when you see like the standard symbol, do you see it? Like, how how do you see it? I don't even want to preface. I don't even want to preface your answers. I'm just going to ask you how you see it. Do you see like a person in a wheelchair? Do you see
0: just a wheelchair with a head? What do you you see? I always thought for the longest time it was just parking for people with a really big ass. Cause that's all I see is just the big chair. I don't know. What do you think, Brett? Yeah, you're you're probably both gonna be
2: disappointed in my answer. Like, well, try it anyway. Yeah, I'm not disappointed by it. Like, it doesn't bother me whatsoever. No, no, that's you're, you're going too deep
1: on my question. My my question is simply, what what do you see? What, like,
2: um, it, it's a poorly constructed logo. Sorry. It's a poorly constructed logo. That's it. Okay, fair enough. Fair
1: enough. But that poorly constructed logo, is that a dude sitting in a wheelchair or is
0: it a wheelchair with a head? I I can't even tell you what it is. I think to me, it's more the guy sitting in the wheelchair, although the guy doesn't, or gal or human person, doesn't look like they're doing much. It's very static, right? It's a very stick figure type design. doesn't make... Doesn't make the individual look like they are capable of much, which I think maybe was the catalyst for the, the switching to what they're now calling the dynamic symbol of access. Yeah, but okay, that's a whole different discussion.
1: Um, my logo is, um, it's a spin off, I guess, of the standard symbol. And my thought behind it is um, the wheelchairs. Beside the guy lifting the weights, and uh, didn't think too much about it. Thought it thought it was cool. Um, ran ran some ideas past uh, a guy that is much more capable with graphics than I am, and uh, said, uh, "This is what I'm thinking." And my logo is what what he came up with, right? So, anyways, I um, I got an email um I got an email from somebody saying uh, you know just a heads up I don't know if your logo is incomplete or if you were even aware of this but uh, you you basically decapitated the 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 person in the wheelchair in your logo and, uh, <laughs> it, and he's like I, t- I took the liberty of fixing it for you and he attached uh, just a mock-up of my logo, with uh, the wheelchair guy. That's the, the with with the head back on. <laughs> the wheelchair guy. I like that. Well, that's that's the only way I can explain it, so it makes sense to people that.
0: Um, so he reattached the head back on the stick wheelchair man.
1: Yeah, but left like the the weightlifter. Headless. Beside beside the chair. So I sent back an email with like a diagram with arrows <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's like, Oh, I get it now. So it's just kind of bizarre. And uh, I guess it means people are looking at the webpage and the Facebook group and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's
0: kind of, no, cool. was the, the image that he saw with the decapitated wheelchair man, that's a sentence I never thought I would say on the internet. Um, the image that he saw, was that like a Facebook cover photo where like the other part just got cut off from, for resolution issues or was it just the original image? No.
1: No. So that's why I was asking you guys how you see the, the, the standard symbol, right? Mm -hmm. So his point of view is that, um, the person is the the head. And then what I see is the back of the wheelchair
0: he sees as the back of the person, right? Is it making sense to me? Yeah. Okay. Now it is. I get it now. The light bulb just went off in my head. Right. I was not. I was not in that whole conversation until just now. I think. Okay. So to me, I think that's that is the person that when they, the back of the the back of the chair is the person, and then the head. Maybe he's just got a really long neck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't see it that way. But anyways. okay, so you just thought it was like the backrest of the chair. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah but, right. Sorry. I, I've been quiet here for a few minutes. That's okay. Uh, listening to the, yeah, the two of you back and forth. Yeah, my, the, like, I'm actually looking at the logo right now. Okay. You pulled it up? Yeah. Um, and um, I get it. Like I, I understand completely why the logo looks the way it is. But uh, based on the logo that we're all used to, um, but it definitely looks like a backrest and a foot plate on a wheel.
0: Yeah, that's what I see too. Not a decapitated human? No, absolutely not. All right, so I'm going to join this discussion. I got my phone in my hand. I'm going to pull up the, the logo now so I can actively see what because I think my visualization skills are off here too. Hang on. We're not gonna put a picture up because you. Yeah, yeah. When we when we tease it this week or when we post it, we'll have to make sure that um, that the picture is there for sure. Oh, I see it now. (laughs) Yeah, I think we definitely have to post the logo so that people can see what we're talking about. But this, your logo is most definitely a backrest, and not and a footplate, and not a a decapitated human at all. Like it's clear that the person has just left the chair and is and is lifting weights yeah this is not a logo this is not a logo fail at all i think brett's mind is elsewhere you're already and maybe this is our last sort of segue uh of this episode uh, with the exception of the offside moment i think that brett is already counting down days to vacation is that what's going on brett five and
2: a half days but
0: yeah 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 so you guys were um you guys were cool enough to do a podcast without me while I was in Mexico uh, this past summer. So Andy we will have to make sure that we do one while uh, while Brett's away. Kind of keep trying to keep this momentum moving forward, so we don't take uh, we don't take um, the week off while while Brett is. So I would say sitting on a beach, but I imagine you're like me, Brett, and you don't even bother going down to the beach because uh, yeah, it's not really that practical for wheelchair users. Well, you know, we're
2: gonna wait and see. We, we always play the wait-and-see game. Usually uh, it's not possible. But uh, the last time I was in Mexico, they actually had a beach chair. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, we, we rented it for half a day. And uh, I, I got a chance to go down to the beach and then hop my uh, fat, handsome ass into the ocean
0: yeah, buddy. So when we get off the air here, you'll have to give me the name of that resort because the resort I was at in Mexico did not have a beach chair and that was a, so, a pain in so the ass. I need to say this. I,
1: I just need to – and you yeah. got obviously, we're no excuses. That's kind of the mantra. Well, it's not – that is the mantra of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But if you have to rent a wheelchair beach chair, <laughs> like that's – that seems like a kind of a kick in the face. You know so, what I mean? like you pay money to go resort, it's a kick in the face with a sandy foot. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I get it. I understand why they charge for it, why you have to rent it, but at the same time, like you're you're paying for this resort, it's all inclusive. But if you're in a wheelchair, sorry, you can't. Um,
0: yeah.
2: No, no, no. I'm mean, I'm gonna clarify. Um, when I say rent, it was available, but they had a time limit on it because...
0: Oh, so you didn't have to pay a fee. Correct. Oh, you just had okay. to pay a
2: deposit? Okay, okay. No, 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 no. You didn't even have to pay a deposit. I I used the word rent and all, yeah, all I had to do was sign it out. There was a time limit because, heaven forbid, somebody else needed it. And by the moment, there's, else never, any, there's it. never more than
0: one wheelchair at a resort at a time. I looked... Yeah, 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 no. and I know. I, loved, I went out hunting. I'm like, nope, just me. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to continue
2: with that thought. I looked ridiculous. <laughs> because I was the only wheelchair at the resort. Yeah. Like, I, I was a novelty item, and
0: that's cool. <laughs> yeah, but did that mean – okay, so I was a novelty item too, but that also meant that people brought me more drinks. So I was okay with that.
2: Yeah, but – uh, you know, I, I've been on vacation a, a more than a handful of times in yeah. Mexico or Cuba or whatever. Eventually, people start calling you the mobile drink cart. Oh, yeah. True
0: enough. Yeah. How many how many drink and drive jokes do you assume you will hear over the next week in Mexico? But-
2: well, and and that's fine. I, I, I will clarify to people that it's not drinking and driving. It's public intoxication, which isn't really public intoxication because I'm on a private resort.
0: Hey, you got it figured out, man. You got your lines planned. Okay, so we're almost closing things off, but uh, it wouldn't be an episode of the Team Ability No Excuses podcast if we didn't mention an offside moment. I've got one that's pretty fresh, boys. Uh we are Sunday night here as we record, and on Friday, uh, we had a uh, what they call a PA day <laughs> in education. Um, so uh, the teachers were in the building uh, learning about assessment and evaluation and all these other fantastic big words that uh, I don't want to use on the internet right now. And so uh, the students were home, and so we broke for lunch, um, and we decided, myself and some colleagues, to just walk over to... A plaza um, right next to our high school uh, that has a Portuguese restaurant in it, um, and so we went to go get some food. Uh, wheeled over there with uh, my colleagues. There was four of us that went over. Um, we walked over there, walked slash wheeled over there, and um, crossed into the plaza. And I went to uh, you have to kind of you have to kind of cut through the parking lot, obviously, as you're because uh, if you're if you're walking over, uh, we're cutting through the parking lot, and I'm looking for the ramped um, entrance uh, or the ramped uh, um, access to the curb to get up uh, up to the plaza, and there's a truck parked right in front of the ramped access and happens to be a company truck for the restaurant that we are about to go in. So I was like, "Well, that's that's convenient." Um, they were just to be clear for anyone that's listening, if you can't visualize it, they were parked in the the striped zone, the park that you're not supposed to park at, the park that clearly says, hey, this is for access, do not park here because a wheelchair needs it, and it's the only spot I could have accessed um, those buildings. And I found it very – I was going to say ironic but I don't know if it's ironic but just kind of stupid that it was a company truck. He had his tailgate open and he was unloading cargo. He was unloading produce and meat and stuff for the restaurant and and it was the closest one to the door. So, I mean, you can't fault him there. He wanted the closest uh, parking spot he could get to Um, but it became cumbersome because I literally had to – I uh, get lifted up a curb by a colleague uh, so that I could go into the restaurant. I hate that shit. I love being able to do everything uh, by myself. And so to even ask for help is something that I hate doing. Not, I'm not stubborn about it, but just generally anything like that, you, you should be able to do yourself, especially if there wasn't a giant truck parked in the way. Um, and so I uh, – went into the restaurant, uh, ordered my food, and then as I was waiting for the food, proceeded to tell them that there was a company truck parked not in the accessible parking space, but in the do not park area that was blocking uh, the curb, and I had to get lifted um, up the curb. There was a little bit of a language barrier there because it was a Portuguese restaurant, and finally I think it clicked what I was trying to say, and then they hollered back to the guy to go and move his truck. Um, he came out, was very, very apologetic, but I mean, he was really only apologetic because he got caught, right? Because I happened to come into the restaurant. I don't know how long he was parked there, it, whether it was five minutes, 10 minutes, half an hour, doesn't matter. The point is, is that I came over to eat at that time and, and couldn't get into the restaurant without him. Um, moving his truck again i was able to get in without him moving his truck because i got lifted up to the curb um but uh if not for that i would have either had to wait for him to move his truck or just i i mean if i was there by myself i just would have ended up going somewhere else yeah those stripes there are (laughs) they're not a suggestion it's not a decoration i think the guy clearly knew what he was doing just didn't think anyone was going to need the spot um and he was very apologetic when he came over and went and moved his truck right away. And so there wasn't anything that came of it other than a brief inconvenience. But it's that kind of shit that exists um, that, uh, that we talk about on the podcast every now and then from time to time.
1: So let me uh, – can we just clarify because – Sure. There's, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind he knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. You're being very
0: polite. Well, that is me as a human, right? I'm the anti-confrontational one. I mean, I guess so.
1: Um, (laughs) How many deliveries does he do a week? I I mean, I don't know. But how many wheelchair patrons go to that restaurant? Probably you're the only one. I would think so. So odds are you're not going to be there when he's – when he's unloading his truck, and it, yeah. I get it, right? That's where the ramp is. You got to take a lot of heavy food in, and um, whatever, right? But I, so I get it, and but that that it doesn't change the fact that he shouldn't park there. Um, also, you said it; you're a pretty proud dude, and to have to ask for help. I mean, the curb must have been pretty high
0: yeah i could i couldn't just take it and then we've done that i've done that countless times i'm sure you have brett you you take a run at a curb pop your front tires up and and up you get i couldn't do that in this particular scenario because the curb was was too elevated off the ground yeah
2: no and you know what i I, you're you're right i i do usually do that if i have no choice yeah um the other way i can do it and, and i mean it's not always feasible is if i find an object that's affixed in the ground, like a signpost. Mm-hmm. I can pop my front tires up there, yeah.
0: pull yourself up. Pull myself up. Um, again, depending on how high the curb is, but yep. Yeah. I've done that move too. Uh, there wasn't anything to grab. So that was, the, and I mean, the other alternative, uh, would have been, I suppose, I could have gotten myself out of my chair, pulled my chair up behind me and gotten back up into my chair, but that's just a giant pain in the ass.
1: So li- listen, man, this is this is my thought, and it's nothing I haven't said before, right? Yeah. Those spots are there for a reason. Um, and I mean, I can't speak for every able-bodied person, but the, the, the train of thought is, I'm only here for a couple minutes. What's the big deal, right? And the big deal is, in this case, you being a wheelchair user, if you didn't have your friends there, you wouldn't be going to that restaurant. Yeah, is it is, is it a big deal in the grand scheme of things? No, probably not. Um, but they have carts for they have carts that you can um, that you can get over curbs on. You can just pack his food on that, or yeah, park further away, put all your food on the cart, um, and then walk it up the ramp. Um, so. I, my, my argument to this is when people say what's the big deal it's just a couple minutes um, my argument is now if it was a fire zone there's no way the guy would be unloading his his food there there's no way yeah. Joe Blow whoever would be parking in a fire zone for just two minutes right like what's the big deal? Like, yeah, you know, there could be a fire, right? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. But but somehow it is okay when it's an accessible spot. Yeah, that's my go-to rebuttal now. All right. Well, we have. Uh... We have certainly chatted about a lot tonight, and it was great to uh, to get back to it. It's been a little while since uh, since we have sat down. Well, it has been a while since we sat down, Brett, but uh, but it's been a little while since we recorded a podcast. Anyways, so it was a blast, boys. So just a reminder, if you are listening to us, happen to be listening to us for the first time, welcome, and you can go back and check out any of the older episodes that you would like. They are all available on whatever podcatching device you use, whether it be Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Anchor or some of the others that I am I'm probably forgetting, but all those episodes are available to be found uh, by searching Team Ability, no excuses. It's been a blast, guys. Thanks so much once again. Uh, I appreciate you guys, maybe even more than you know, even you, Brett.